0: Hey, good people. This is Sharika, E.B., and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull
1: up. What's good, Kickback family? It's another week in another edition with three of your favorite people, your boy E.B. I'm here with Sharika and Sabrina, and we are the lovely crew, the crew that we call The Kickback, and you are listening to The Kickback. Um, if I were to start off um, with my temp check, I would say... I'm probably around about a 85 or 86. Um, things are well in my world. Uh, I don't have a song for you guys at this current moment. One might pop up, um, by the end of the podcast, but hey, if not, um, just go with anything I've recommended in the past. And if you're new here, sometimes we give out song recommendations, kind of gives the mood of where we're at and how we are feeling. Um, today's, how would I put word it? Today's father findings is that um, for our lovely mothers out there who sometimes feel the need or the focus to make sure your baby get everything they can from you as far as during feeding times, if you are struggling, if you feel, um, I guess I'll say discouraged, I would encourage you to consult or to reach out to a lactation specialist. Um, those people go to school, they do their stuff, they get certified and they make magic happen Um, to sit in a room for about 30 or 40 minutes watching EJ eat and for him to gain an ounce or ounce and a half in just that one beating because of some newer or I guess I'll say more improved techniques. Uh, was really dope. And you just saw how, um, he minimized the pain that he was giving to Judith, to his mom. So mm. that was definitely a plus as well. So that's the father finding of this week. Sharika, Sabrina, how y'all feeling? How y'all living?
2: I'm all about the, these father findings. It's just so exciting. I love Papa Edie. Can y'all hear my little song for the week? Mm-mm, or not? I really. Alright, so that's fair. I'll have to sing it unfortunately. What is that? What opening title sequence is that? The theme One of song. those criminal shows. Uh, yeah, she got it. It's Law and Order SBU. Did y'all know? I'm pretty sure it's placed in Boston. Anyway. Oh, girl, I don't be uh,
0: listening. <laughs> y'all know I don't be watching the killers.
2: uh That's true. uh The Special Victims Unit, uh S-U- I don't know. Why am I thinking SUV? Golly, I'm so tired. Anyways, long story short, my vibe is great, but I am ready to get back home. I've almost been gone for a week and a half. I come back home tomorrow after all that, that my time is ending in Boston, Massachusetts for work. And I was watching Law and Order on the TV in the hotel when I should have been. You know how you wake up in the middle of the night to relieve yourself? I don't have a TV in my bedroom at home. So usually... I can take care of business and go back to bed. But in the hotel, something about that TV is like, watch me, watch me. So I turned it on and then I was watching that and they had a little map that was like going all the places I've been going. Like one of the little uh, rapists was in Providence. Like he'd go there and do this business and then come back to Boston. And I was in Providence for work uh, this week as well. So I'm like, that's really my vibe because, you know, it's like, We're figuring things out. We're getting things done. Nothing's criminal. Thank God. But also because I am in Boston for like one of the first times in my life and I really love the city. There's so much to see here. There's so much history. I hate driving here. Like, I don't know why I rent. Well, I know I rented a car because I had to go to multiple states, whatever, but I love like walking through the city. The diversity is on point. The food is on point. I'm just like, Boston, let me find out. You're actually a vibe. I absolutely love it. So that's my vibe. Sharika, how are you? Oh, I guess do I need a temperature. I don't know. It's fall. Give me a 65 and a little breeze. Sharika, how are you feeling?
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, have been enjoying some time with my mother-in-law. She's in town visiting. So that's been lovely. Um, and, you know, just preparing my mind, my heart and spirit for the holidays. I just feel, you know, I'm, you know, I know some people wait till after Christmas. I mean, not Christmas, after Thanksgiving to decorate for Christmas. But y'all, I'm getting ready to decorate. I said this weekend. So I will be decorated before Thanksgiving because you know, we're going to be going away for Christmas. So I want I want to be able to still fully enjoy the decorations in my house, even though I won't actually be in my home for Christmas. Don't come over my house trying to rob and still don't do it. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I know that was a really random. But I was like, should I be telling people I'm not going to be home for Christmas? Are they going to be trying to come over? Y'all don't know where I live. Anyway, we ain't got nothing y'all want anyway. Uh, Back to uh, I'm going to be decorating. So I'm excited. Uh, uh, My mother-in-law has started watching the Christmas movies. I wasn't quite ready for that. But, you know, I watched one or two. And it was nice. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to fully put on the Christmas music on the day I decorate. And I'm going to be ushering in the Christmas spirit. I feel like Thanksgiving and Christmas can exist together. I don't see... That, you know, we need to wait for one or the other. I feel like we can enjoy them both at the same time. Or at least I'm going to. So I'm excited. I'm ready for the season. Follow all la, la la and all the things. So my temp is hmm, Not 80. Follow all la, la, la. the <laughs> My temp is
2: 82. 82. I love it. And Shrika, y'all always have like the cutest little decorations. I love that. Ones. I'm like, you know, a lot of people have fall and
0: then spring or Easter and Thanksgiving. I have Christmas and that's it. That's all I have. So, you know, that's the only time my house looks any type, any way different. So. I'm excited to decorate and I get to my mother-in-law will be there and get to see it in person. So I'm excited about that, too.
2: Mm -hmm. Lots of exciting, uh, lots of exciting things in store for a lot of us this holiday season, which makes me curious. This is before Thanksgiving for all of us. So I love it. we could share our Thanksgiving plans. E.B., you have E.J.'s first Thanksgiving coming yeah. up. So in my mind, I'd like to say, oh, of course, E.B.'s going to have everybody over at his house because it's easier to travel um to him than for them to take little E.J. out. But that's an assumption. And Sharika, I'm curious about, well, I kind of know what you're doing, but I just want to hear it from you all. So what's going on this turkey day?
1: Well, you already know me. You, you, you kind of hit it close to the head, but just opposite, I guess. Um, but you know, everybody definitely ain't coming to my spot. Um, I love everybody. So you can come yeah. sporadically or here or there, but uh, we are not hosting Thanksgiving this year, maybe next year or maybe the following year. Um, and a part of it is just because we still. As we, um, well, both y'all have been there. So we're still trying to make it a home and feel fully comfortable and not saying we doing stuff for people to come over and be like, Oh, wow. Or eyes to pop out, but like there's still some stuff to get worked on in the room, um, in different rooms in different areas of the home before we host anything. Um, so as of right now, um, our plan, because the in-laws are working or at least the mother-in-law is working, um, her stepdad not, but we are taking our, I guess I love to say talents because that's what um, is dubbed by LeBron. Like when he went to Miami, it was like he's taking his talents to South Beach, but we are taking <laughs> our trio, the trio, the clan, whatever you want to, well, I won't say the clan that don't, no, nah, <laughs> forget the clan. Um, the trio will be traveling to Winter Haven. Um, one of my cousins, she's arguably probably the best cook in our family. Um, and that's her over moms and aunts and all of that. Like she's just next level, um, when it comes to cooking. And so she usually hosts Thanksgiving. So that's what we'll be at. And it'll be a time for other relatives who haven't seen EJ yet to get to see him there.
0: Oh, that's exciting. That sounds like so much fun. And y'all don't have to worry about cleaning up or cleaning up before or after y'all show up. And when you're ready to go, you can head on out,
1: get your to go plates and head out.
0: (laughs) I, for my Thanksgiving, um, I will be in the land of my home, my birthplace, I will be in St. Thomas and I will be preparing. Well, I'm sure we're going to have Thanksgiving. I don't really know what the Thanksgiving situation is going to look like. We have family there. So I'm sure somebody will be hosting and there'll be food to eat. So I'm excited about that. You know, home food is always the best food. And then I'll be preparing to celebrate one of my aunt's nuptials. I'm so excited for her, um, to celebrate her and her uh fiance's uh love um but I will be missing my love he will not be with me so I will miss him but I will be there with other family and I'm excited about seeing them and um being able to celebrate I think I haven't been back to I haven't been to St. Thomas for Thanksgiving the last time I was there it was like 2006 I believe so it's been a long time since I've been back. to I mean, I've been back to St. Thomas since then. I was just there this summer, but this will be my it will be a few years since I went there for Thanksgiving. So I'm excited about that.
2: That is exciting. I think a wedding during the holidays, that's just such like a movie, especially like on a beautiful island. So I hope we get to see some pictures. Well, I don't know, unless it's a closed wedding, you know, their day, do it their way. <laughs> if They allow the pictures in. Yeah, share them. that will be really good. And as far as your husband is concerned, he's always welcome to have Thanksgiving with the Kempers because that's what I'll be doing. My mother and father-in-law are actually on a cruise with one of their cousins. They left yesterday and they won't come back until like the first week or December or something. So Doug and I are house sitting at my in-laws. will be living there because y'all know she got the pets, the Three dogs, two dogs, I don't know, but I'll be there really taking care of them. So we'll be having Thanksgiving in that space. And my sister-in-law's in-laws are coming into town. So it'll probably be Doug and I, my sister-in-law, her husband, and then his mom, sister, and of course, grandma. So it'll kind of Um, be like I'm hosting Thanksgiving, but not really because I won't be in my house, (laughs) which could be a good thing. Our house is not really big enough to host a Thanksgiving but, um, yeah, that's what I will be doing for this year. And of course, I'll be making my little corn pudding. And when I'm with my family, their tradition is that I have to sing that little Quaker song and I'm not a good singer, you guys. So don't get excited. It's not great. But if I am with my family, I think one year during the pandemic, they made me sing it on the Zoom or something. It's absolutely wild. So I love that. I know, but it's like, can we not do this? Um, I won't be singing the Quaker song probably this year, but a tradition that I really like and that I hope I can convince my husband's family to do is when we just go around before we eat or after and just say something that we're grateful for for that year. I think it can be really easy. As Sharika was saying this a couple of weeks ago to just talk about all the things in our life that isn't going the way we would like for it to go. But there's so many things like just having our health you know, having our strength, being able to talk, being able to see, being able to hear. There's so many other things that we have to being able to have hot water at a dime, you know, I've seen a lot of homeless people this week as I've been um in Boston and, you know, it's just just being grateful for having a roof over your head, that sort of thing. So I hope my I can get my husband's family to do that. I can know that's not really their vibe, but we'll see. Peer pressure can work in some situations. <laughs> And I'm excited because I have a new little tradition I'm trying to start for my husband and I this year. Uh The Instagram, social media, whatever, they got me in one of their ads. They had the cutest shirts, y'all. One was like, she's my sweet potato. And the other shirt said, I am. Do you get it? <laughs> I, I did. Am. I saw the shirt. Yes, <laughs> one of my screened- aren't I was like I have to do this so without even like telling my husband he did message me he's like what is this charge y'all my husband is crazy about like the Dave Ramsey budget I'd be on it with him too but I'd be like sometimes riding the fence of it so he's like what is this and I was like oh you know take that from the holiday budget It's the Thanksgiving surprise (laughs) something my husband doesn't love to do is match so I hope Pray for me. Send me the positive vibes. I really hope when it comes in the mail, I think it comes Sunday or something, that on Thanksgiving Day, I can be like, hey, do you mind wearing this shirt? I think he'll do it. I feel he'll do it. If he does, Kickbackers, I will post a picture of our little, she's my sweet potato. I am. I think that could be such a cute little tradition because for Halloween, we're both cheap. We always are going to be the wolf and red riding hood because we bought those costumes years ago, and that's just what we're doing. Um, And then for Christmas, you know, it depends. If I'm with my family, my family would do the matching pajamas. But I'm like, for Thanksgiving, this could be our little thing. Every year, have a cute little Thanksgiving shirt. Uh, but that's just me trying to get out my little creativity, whatever. And I have to remind myself, my husband is not one of my students. He's not trying to do the dance. He's not trying to do the <laughs> scripts. And he's not trying to do the costumes. But I'm just trying to put it on somebody. And he's the closest one to me. So that's what he I had going on did that dance at year. the Christmas play, though. He, did, But here's the thing that I'm learning about my husband. He was going to part the Red Sea if he needed to, but when we were dating. Ooh. Now that I'm his... My man said, that was then, baby girl. This is Now, I tease him all the time about different things. Because, for example, we were both super active and he's like, yeah, but like people change. I'm like, yeah, but also I thought this is your vibe, like mountain biking. Like, I can't think of the last time we've gone mountain biking together because he's like, that was then. This is now people change. But, you know, I love you. And I know he does. So I like to Aww. tease him and be like, babe, I miss the dating duck. And he likes to tell me, you have to remember, like, we saw each other once a week, you know, if once every two weeks, maybe when I was in grad school. So of course he had, now we see each other every day and the love is still there. But I want that same energy of all that pent up. I miss you, da, da, da. So it's nice, honestly, being able to travel for work. Cause when I go back, I know I'm going to get dating duck for at least a couple of days. <laughs> Cause he's missed. <laughs> Because Oh, man, this is working in my favor. So he'll probably wear the shirt on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Absolutely, because I haven't been home. <laughs> so yes, amen. This is a vibe right now. Uh, but enough about me, Evie, Sharika, Thanksgiving traditions that you either had, or you are trying to implement or that you like that other people do, but you're not interested in.
0: All right so my Thanksgiving tradition for the past few years which I will be breaking this year because and that makes me very sad but we would go visit one of our our, our a family of our uh family friends of ours and we would have Thanksgiving with them and we would um Thanksgiving morning um the husband of the family would he would make uh breakfast quiches I would make um Um, Monkey bread I usually made two monkey breads One with uh, nuts And one with raisins and nuts And then I would also make This breakfast casserole We would watch the Macy's Day Parade Eat our breakfasts Then we would be eating dinner Sometimes later on And we would just have just a good time And we spend the Thanksgiving weekend with them So I would definitely be missing Them and that little tradition This year because um, it's always a good time to be with friends and
2: just chill and enjoy uh the holidays. I do. I did like that. You guys always got to spend that time with them. And, you know, next year, it'll mm-hmm. be even sweeter. Evie, what about you and your family?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, something that we've always done and I know I kind of mentioned earlier as far as like we try to rotate families like we'll do Judith's side of the family and then my side of the family, like alternating years or whatnot. But one of the things that has kind of always been a thing within my family, um, mainly growing up, but it became a little more meaningful as you get older because it takes you time to really reflect on what you're thankful for. And as a kid, you can just say, oh, I'm thankful for family. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah. But then you start realizing just the different things that happen within a year um so like before kind of we eat that's usually it's a prayer it's a prayer they kind of people going around saying what they're thankful for and it's kind of like a um a way now some people who finesse it where they just like say one quick thing just so they can get in line but it's kind of like you say what you think before, for and then you get your plate and then you start serving mm. so like it kind of like a sense of a race to like everybody want to eat especially when you know you know the food is good like not one of those potlucks where everybody breaking stuff and you questioning who made what and mm-hmm. who pets on counters and tables and stuff like that during that time mm-hmm. so it's just different and so that's something I definitely want to continue um, always typically watch um, because of the organization that I'm a part of Um, watch the our what we would consider our kettle kickoff so it's like a big fundraising event which leads into the Dallas Cowboys football game I'm not a Dallas Cowboys (laughs) fan um, but I just always like to see like one to pinpoint kind of who are some of the people that I would know that's on Mm kind of on the screen or who they're showing and typically our leaders (laughs) in either that state or in our 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 regional um headquarters area they kind of sit with the owners or they be in the owner suite so when, when the camera pans to that i try to see if i can pinpoint one of those people like oh he really like right he rubbing shoulders with the top guy like you know what a billionaire and you are not know, gonna ask him for a dollar I'm like you crazy mm-hmm. um that's just me because i definitely would be like hey my kids got student loans that need to be paid what can you do on top that of personal, it, that
0: personal request, I thought request absolutely you my request for the for the organization. You said, no, but my personal. I'm doing care. both. <laughs>
1: um, and then something I think I want to start is um, every so often I do want to like travel. Like, of course, it's great to spend time with family, um, but you know, not necessarily like, hey, let's get away. Like at the moment, it'll just be the three of us. But um, but having those moments where you're just like, this year we're going on a cruise, or this year we're taking a flight to Ghana you know, and like and showing EJ some of the things that we have in America that might not be as common in other parts of the world, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So just now, granted, you can do that throughout the year. It doesn't have to be only in um, the lovely month of November or for Thanksgiving, but those are some of the stuff that I would want to try to implement or start.
2: Those are really strong. I love that, E.B., it's just going to be so fun to see little EJ grow up and all the things he'll get I to experience love. with his awesome parents. Um It's really a blessing to have awesome parents and an awesome community, which, you know, you two are both in my community. And that's something that I'm grateful for. Uh Some news came out about somebody that we all know, uh at least the three of us on this podcast, that honestly, I feel like when it comes to music has had. More, I think positive is probably the wrong word, but I definitely have some great memories when I think of just some of his music and some of his moments in pop culture. Like he has had a crazy impact. I remember when, uh, was it when Biggie passed away and this song came out where they reused an old song and -hmm. they're singing every step. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I should not try to sing it, but y'all would have thought, I am not kidding. Y'all would have thought my mom or dad, or sibling, or somebody got really hurt the way I was singing that song, like his music. And that's just one, because when they came out with more money, more problems, y'all would have thought I actually had more money and more problems, and I didn't. (laughs) I was a child. I had nothing to my name, but I always just felt like I could identify with a lot of his music and hits and uh, et cetera. So if you don't know by now, I am talking about the one and only Sean Is he puppy, pee, daddy, diddy, combs? He's brother Um, love.
1: He's brother love (laughs) right now, but Not
2: right now. He brother hate. It's our brother beat down or whatever. I don't know how to describe it. But basically throughout (laughs) the years, I have always heard little rumors here and there about him being maybe not so great. It wasn't that many months ago that we were up here talking about the perfunkel he was in with Mace as far as um, Mm. him owing Mace money and et cetera. And we just at war, I will speak for myself and then I'll let my lovely co-hosts uh, share their thoughts on it. But at that time, I was like, yeah, he probably did do a little grimy, but also the music industry is known for being grimy. I wasn't at that time thinking this is just a part of his nature and his character. He is a horrible person because it wasn't too long after that. I heard he was releasing people's music back to them and et cetera. I know he was involved in a show. Oh, what was the name of that show? Making the Band. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember watching that a lot, but I love the mute show stopping like that little band mm-hmm. that he made. I thought they were great. I will bop to their stuff anytime, any day. Once again, I already told y'all his music's had a, you know, a fun impact on me. But evidently on that show, he had some of the cast members walk 12 miles to get him a croissant, a donut or a piece of cheesecake. bread. <laughs> won the- they-, they won that cheesecake from Junior's Cheesecake. Oh, a cheesecake. So... So there have been rumors that maybe he's not a great guy. We know he has a beautiful ex, and I know beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but I've always thought Cassie. Um, I is she an actress? Is she a musician? Maybe she's a model. She's a I don't know. I just always. I think she's oh, Okay. Acting. I mean,
0: I think she's a model and she's think She's saying, I don't know. Okay. She might have acted. You know, everybody got in a little. Every guy a little. There.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I always thought she was just a very beautiful person. Um, and they were together for a long, long time. Now. They broke, had broken up. There's been at least a couple of years because she was remarried. She had kids. You know, he's off and on with Carisha publicly and whoever he's. He had a whole little baby recently with somebody else. So I just thought they it was a split and they've gone on with their life. Unfortunately, this week, a lawsuit has come out. And y'all, I have never seen a court document have a trigger want warning on it. And this one does where she hmm. is making statements where she said, Diddy abused her raped her, would force her to have sex with male prostitutes so that he could record it and get off during it, but force her to wear white nail polish because he liked the contrast of the white nail polish um, as she was with these male prostitutes. And forgive me, I probably should have worn, I don't think we have any parents who are listening to this with kids in the car, but as this conversation continues, if you have little ones, you might want to just put it on pause because these are alarming things that maybe little ones aren't ready to hear. Right. So these things that she's accusing him of in these documents, and I would encourage everyone to read the documents for yourselves, read about the witnesses, some names you might recognize, read about the facts that she has put out there, which from what I have read thus far, do not seem like lies because she's backing it up timestamps. And even like this was trending, of course, when you go back and look at all these pictures of them together, she did always have the white nail polish. As did his ex, Kim Porter. And as other people were coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I remember when he stomped her face in so bad, he s- had to send her to Hawaii for three weeks and told people she was on vacation, but it was so she could heal. So as far okay. as, like, what was going on sexually in their bedroom, I'm like, okay, I, I understand, like, if someone's an abuser, you have fear, and sometimes you do make something. But that, I'm like, while it is very uncomfortable for me to hear that, because that's not my thing, I'm not into voyeurism or whatever... It kind of reminds me of what happened between the Liberty couple, right? He wanted to see his wife with these other men. And then when it all came out, he was like, oh, it was wife, da, da, da. But it wasn't criminal, right? Um, That's between them and their bedroom. But raping someone and domestic violence, that is criminal. And some of you may be asking, well, why is it in a criminal court? Why is it in civil court? And that's because there's less of a burden of proof in civil court. And there are different reasons for why that would matter. But for me, as somebody who's been a Giddy fan, Hearing this and also hearing when they caught Tupac's killer, evidently that man has been said that Diddy paid him to kill Tupac. And I wasn't really spreading these rumors because I'm like, anybody can say anything, especially when they're caught. But then you're hearing that. Then you're hearing because of this Casey. Is she Casey or Cassie? I thought it was Cassie. It's Cassie. All right. Cassie thing. She's also alleging that when she tried to move on from him the first time, he blew up her ex's car. And then people are like, yes, that happened. There are police reports Uh about a car being blown up. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, Diddy, are you crazy? Have you been this crazy person out here abusing people? Are you the R. Kelly of Cassie's world? You know, like, what is happening? First of all, I feel ashamed at my shock because why put Diddy on a pedestal, right? He's human. The Bible literally tells us point blank. Period. Every man has sinned and fallen short. But then when people sin and fall short, I'm sitting over here with the shocked face. So I'm like, Sabrina, pick your jaw up. He's a man like everybody else. But I think the thing that is more embarrassing is not embarrassing for me, but shocking for me is that he is somebody who's been surrounded by so many other famous people and he's had so many connections. So I'm like, how can these two things be true? Not that you could do this incredible evil, because anybody is capable of doing evil. How can you do this incredible evil and people know about it and you have this status that you have in our society. Mm-hmm. So I talked a lot and um, Sharika I know you're hearing this for the first time so I'll pass the ball to Evie. Very interested in Evie's thoughts.
1: Yeah so I think um, when I first heard it I think it was slightly different from you um, in a sense of not necessarily Mm -hmm. being shocked, just because you hear some of these things, and then when things used to happen, you know, I ain't gonna say what things happened. Well, when these came out, it was like, oh, okay, but then it was like some stuff started to make more sense. Um, I don't know, I remember how long ago it was, but I remember like, um, you know, I think it was her husband who was just um, Cassie's current husband who was like just consoling her after a, I don't know if it was a a marathon or 5k or whatever. The next
2: you're in 50 miles.
1: Yeah. So it was a, a double marathon, like a full, like 50 mile marathon. Cause I know yeah. the normal one that everybody talk about is the one that's like 26.2. Um, But like seeing her in a sense of sobbing and part of it at the time, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's like a sister or maybe it's like a, you know, a mom or, you know, somebody who, you know, or it could be a guy who get abused as well. But in this case, reading at that time of people who were saying like, this is her story. Like he ran for her and then, you know, seeing stuff about Diddy, I'm like, I don't care if you're an actor or not. Like, yes, there are some Denzels out there. There's some Viola Davises out there. There are some amazing people who can put on a show, but like just the way her emotions got the best of her. I was like, Oh yeah, that really hit her. And then I think that gave her also a sense of like, I'm probably never going back to that point. And I'm happy. I have you and her current husband to hold her. um, I guess you could say through these moments. Um, It only thing that I won't say it kind of sucks, but for me, the only thing that kind of sucks with these types of um, situations is that there's no amount of money that will bring a sense of healing to her. Mm. And because of his power and stature, he likely will never face real repercussions that everyday people what I'm saying not saying he's a, not an everyday person but him being an A-list celebrity he's not considered just the Joe Smo down the road who if he would have did it he would be in jail right now so like he wouldn't get the brunt of what could happen to him um, if the laws were consistent for all people so that's part that frustrates me and it's going to be interesting one how it all unfolds um, and it just always it's like you you hear certain things and you just shake your head and you be like this is wild. Um, and then to watch so many people of all, I guess I'll say backgrounds or ethnicities and both sides, as far as, well, I don't say both. I was about to say both genders, but I know there's some people who they're, you in line with. There's more than that. But people who identify in various ways, I'll just say that, um, who are saying, oh, well, why didn't you come out sooner? Why didn't you that? And like, that's like telling somebody in a sense how to grieve or process their grief or their life. Like you would want somebody to absolutely, but that's not how everybody is. And everybody say, Oh, if that was me, it's like, you will never know until you're put in that situation. Mm -hmm. Like you'll watch people processing in a sense, like, Oh, a loved one passed away. They're like, Oh, they're still thinking about that. And it's just like, okay, when you have that specific person, you will see that they're depending on that, your relationship with that person for like, there is no ever getting over certain things. Um, And then for some, it takes time. And it's like, well, like, who's really going to believe me? Like in it outside of the lawsuit. um, and, I'm, and I know she's not necessarily doing it for money, in a sense, because I've never heard of, you know, these type of things of like, oh, I'm only doing like that's not really what this these type of I don't think that's what this type of thing is, because I think it's more so of wanting people to be held um accountable. And so I know he or his team, because I don't think he has said anything publicly. He hasn't. Brother Love or Sean Combs have come out and of course denied it. Um, but you know, it's like, I I don't think I've ever seen a situation like this where somebody comes out and say, I actually did that until somebody got like, you know, it in black and white, whether it be a (laughs) screenshot or a video. And that's the part that frustrates me because it's like people be expecting people to come out and just say it. Now we got some who, of course, yes, I pled guilty, but like you don't really see that too many times with celebrities who just come out and say they did something. But then when documents come out, it's like, oh, well, what really happened? What? No, like, don't, don't play this game. I, I just, I don't think there will be enough people who have similar stories and just all the, I guess you could say all the facts just line up a little too good to be true in a sense for me. So it sucks that she had to go through that. It sucks that others, um, seemingly from stories that are coming out had to go through that. Um, wish them and their healing, um, the best. I hope they know God and not trying to be funny on that part. I know I usually say find God and heal, but like really mean that. Cause I know it's not easy through these for her, at least these days and months and years of dealing with that. And then even have the courage and the boldness to come out and say, this is what I had to deal with. And these are all the, uh, I guess you could say all the situations that happened.
2: Mm. Absolutely. Wow, well. down to the fact that I thought when she shaved half her head, it was like so iconic and cool. Mm-hmm. And then reading that, it was because Diddy had pulled so much of it out; she had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I'm like, yikes! Um, Sharika, hearing this for the first time and not having had a chance to like do your own research, you know, these are allegations. You know, we live in a um, innocent until proven guilty world. Like, what are your thoughts?
0: Um, it's just terrible to hear. I am shocked, not because I have faith or or just thought he was this amazing person. I just be shocked sometimes when I just hear about how terrible people can be. I'm like, wow, people really be out here being horrible human beings. Animals, honestly, cuz that's just terrible. Um so I'm just like I'm more like I can't believe that somebody does like when people do these type of things to people and I just feel so horrible for, you know, for Cassie you know, going through that. And, you know, as you're saying, all these people knew about it. And then, and, and like, in a sense, maybe still, you know, she probably was feeling hopeless. Hope, Like she has no, helpless is the word I was looking for, helpless. Because all these people know, all these people have seen and all the things, yet, you know, you endured all this, you know, horribleness for however long she endured it for. That's so terrible to hear. And I'm really sad that it was treated, so terribly and it's really sad you know that pretty much what evie was saying is like a lot of the times like these people of wealth and power never really get the justice that you know they never get served the justice that they really deserve and that's also heartbreaking i mean i don't i'm not gonna i don't know for sure what will happen to him but you know they got the money they get the good lawyers and they finesse their way out of a lot of the things that they you know should have to endure but I don't know I hope she does get some type of peace of mind peace of spirit and and that her soul you know you know I'm glad hopefully I'm I'm assuming she's feeling strong enough because she's you know sharing about it now so hopefully she's on her way to the healing she deserves and needs and that she has a great support system around her to help her during these times. Because, you know, as much as, you know, you share your truth, there's always going to be people that, you know, say, so such terrible things about you. Like when, you know, we know what the whole Meg, Meg Nostalian thing, when, you know, she was a victim, she was, you know, shot and people were, blaming her people were upset with her for you know um she didn't even press charges on her on her the person who victimized her but yet she still caught the brunt of people's vitriol and hate so i'm, I'm assuming that there's probably going to be the same thing for cassie because that's how the human that's how some people are so i just pray that she's strengthened and that she has great support and that she is um, you know, being, being able to confidently stand, you know, while I know people are going to be trying to, you know, push her down.
2: Absolutely. And you brought up a good point when you talk about the money, because another thing, well, first to address what Evie said about people being like, you know, why don't people just leave? Like she tried to leave several times and she talks about how he would send people out after her. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying to leave on your own period. But like, Having someone send people after you and she was very close to him. So she probably saw things that would make her feel like this man can really mm-hmm. kill me.
0: Yep. And when you also- have somebody has money and influence and, you know, the ability to seem to be untouchable and he has people that's
2: willing to go get her and do all these things that are illegal out, you know, that's terrifying. Absolutely. And then one time when he beat her and it was caught on a hotel camera. He just bought the footage for $50,000. And I had to ask myself if I'm working at a hotel and P Diddy is there and I see this horrible thing. Do I give it to the cops or do I get $50,000? Now, I like to think, especially a, a woman beater. Oh, I'm not supporting you. I don't care how many of your songs are a bop. But am I scared? Am I threatened? Mm-hmm, you know, you know and they're I, probably being threatened too. Exactly. I'm like, am I scared? Am I threatened? Um, I honestly I was talking to some sorority sisters about this I was like honestly I think I would just quit that hotel and be like I have nothing to do with this mess I don't even work there anymore like Mm. y'all figure it out and if people personally ask me I oh you and EB would definitely know my family like I would definitely run my mouth about it but like am I giving you the footage and then if I don't are you threatening me I'm you're not giving me any blood dollars like I am guess I don't work there
1: anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Dang, why, ain't, why ain't work at the hotel. I would have been like, yeah, I deleted it after I done recorded it on my phone. to meant selling mm-hmm. the TV oh, for more recorded. than $50,000. Like, i am like, I got you. That's like, well, how much? fifty? Give me seventy five. dollars you, It's yours. <laughs> Knowing I don't already record it. I'm not like, I'm assuming, right? There's no signing papers or NDAs with those type of things because your teammate, <laughs> that's stupid. It's so illegal. It's like, well, yeah, you, you can't. You're
0: illegal so
1: I'm sitting here taking that bread you know now granted I'm taking that I'm still doing what you said so really I'm quitting because I got to find a way to get out of tabs as best as possible right. I don't know what I really would do because I know that, like we said like I said earlier like you would not know what you would do until you're put in that position mm-hmm. right because it's like you're I'll think that same thing of the power and the influence that this person has it's just like oh my goodness like if I because I can buck him and sell it to TMZ but it's not gonna be hard for him to call TMZ and be like hey I see you bought that there ain't no pressure I'll pay you mm-hmm. X amount. bro tell me who told you who, who sent yeah. that to you Oh, it was EB? Mm. Okay, thank you. That's all I need.
2: Because if he can get Tupac, he can definitely get Sabrina.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm, I was just yeah, thinking I'm, that.
1: And I'm done without nobody even thinking about it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. At least
1: Tupac, they still talking about
2: it. <laughs> right. So, you know, obviously a part of me hopes these things aren't true, but I'm not naive. You know, and another people are like, well, why now? She's married with kids, et cetera. Evidently, New York has a statute of limitations for adults who were victims, and where they say you have this much time where you can tell the story, and that is up in like two weeks. So I can't imagine mm. being somebody who's a victim. And I don't think, honestly, I've been a victim of much of anything in my life. I mean, being black in America, but we can debate that another day. Um, but I have been deeply wounded by a workplace. And there are so many things I wanted to say, but it's like, oh, but if I just had like a timeline, like the stress that comes with that, and like, do you speak out about some of these things? And I can understand sometimes you don't speak out because you're still processing it for yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't even know how to articulate what you've been through or whatever, or what that means. There may be a point that that you truly feel like these people are going to get away with it. I know for myself, that was it for a long time. I was like, there's literally nothing that can be done. This will always be the way these people are. So what's the point of me wasting my breath on it? Yeah. I just need to make moves. And that's what she did. She got away from him. But if there's this opportunity for accountability to happen, of course, when you have the strength, you are going to pursue that. So I don't think it's weird that the timing wasn't yesterday, the day after he stopped her face in. You know, it it <laughs> she <laughs> needed a little time. To feel like, yeah. okay, can this man in my life protect me? Are my children going to be protected? Like, d- you know, you're going to have to come correct when you're accusing any person. I'm not going to say a man because women be out here on their abusive stuff too. Mm-hmm. You're accusing anybody who has power and money and you've seen them pay people off. It's like, I'm going to have to come correct, get all my things in order, and then have the strength to do it because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. How talented or how beautiful or whatever, at the end of the day, now she'll always be associated with this. Yeah. And it's like, do am I ready for that?
0: And you're and then you're opening like you're you're opening yourself up to everyone's comments, people's judgment of you, of your situation, some people defending you, some people using you as a poster child, some people calling you a liar. Then you gotta deal with all you know, you know, one you're dealing, you know, originally you're dealing with your experience and how you feel and trying to process that now you're going to be doing that while you're also dealing with what everybody else has to say and think and their whatever lies you have to go
2: back down and revisit these things that were probably traumatic and horrible so yeah well it will be interesting to see how this plays out I am curious if this will be like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case where it's public and we can follow it some reason in my mind p diddy is like very rich like he's richer than johnny Mm depp i was about to say i don't think it's gonna be something that we'll be able to follow he be is he a billionaire uh
1: i think he he might be but if not he has had times where he were and then not but i would assume he is but don't quote me on that but also i think because of like i'm trying to think the last time we've had like a major case from new york as a whole like publicized with all the different celebrity stuff that goes in and out. Cause you know it's up to the judge, right, to allow that. And I just don't think whether it be him paying off people in different areas or just not having a uh um a a judge who's willing to allow that. Um I guess that type of I don't know, I guess you can say I don't want to say pandemonium because it's somebody's life we're talking about. Um but that type of attraction or publicity i guess that's the proper word or a better word the publicity to come to their courtroom so
2: mm.
1: yeah i wouldn't mind it cuz it just helps to see how you know how our judicial system operates and what um facts come to the table and what is omitted or how are things i guess argued or defended so to speak or discussed but i i just don't think that happened in that case i honestly wish we would stream every courtroom in america and we'll just see all the yeah. different stuff. Like in my head, like I'm, I'm like just thinking of the amount of money that judicial system have already from privatizing prisons. Like I would love to see uh, a murder today. Not, let me take I would not love to see a murder. <laughs> um, but I just know the world we live in. But a murder today where one person gets like seven years, and then somebody else the next day gets like thirty, and they did the same exact thing. Or you have one person who's like a repeat offender, and he gets to walk innocent, scot free. On paying a fine and five or six years probation. And then another person is their first time and they're getting incarcerated. And then we just see those. Now we already know the discrepancies by race, but I think for some people, it's like they don't identify because they just see numbers on papers. But when they start seeing faces and names, it starts to be a little more of a reality for them. And that's the part that just never makes sense to me. Um, like I was, I remember I was talking to somebody about that the other day of like, I think the different times where Jesus intentionally talked about numbers, whether they be going, out two by two, or, or parables of the lost son, or the the lost um, like the sheep, or the coin—just these number, numerical imagery that is given throughout Scripture, especially within the New Testament. Like, I don't think those things are there by mistakes. It's like because even when you do see those numbers, like those numbers have a name and a person who's created in the image of God. Um, so even if he didn't go, and he hasn't, he didn't go to the extreme that is being shared. Like I'm, I, I would, I would guess that's enough if not all of it is true of what he did and that's somebody who created in the image of god and you who is also created in the image of god is not conducting yourself um in that same vein Mm. so like when i see numbers and stuff like that that's the thing that first comes to me that's what like it wasn't always that way but that's something that i've been constantly trying to grow myself into and just be reminded of like that's somebody who god created that's somebody who while they were in their mother's womb still being formed like literally knit it. That's what scripture tells us. Like, so that means he was very, very meticulous in creating that. Um, And I ain't trying to preach to y'all, but like, even when we think about Genesis, right? Like day one through whatever, right? He creates the heavens and the earth and the fishes and all of that. But all of those things are spoken into existence. Like God could easily said, create a human being, create Adam, create Eve, create whatever. Like he could easily do that. But like he chose to form Adam from the dust. He chose to form Eve from his rib. Like he chose to put his hands on us. And I can't speak for everybody, but I think of being a Haitian or coming from a uh a, a I would say a black family, like when somebody put their hands on you, that'd be a serious. Whether that be a comforting, like a gentle touch type, like a greeting, or you made a mistake and this better never happen again um because not all people hug people some people like they get a little head nod or you get a little wave but when somebody put their hands on you i can tell you that it's serious and so forgot to take that time to even from the very beginning of adam and eve to touch them and to continue to knit people in the wombs of their mother like it just reminds me of how serious he is about me and how serious he is about us so when these type of things happen i feel like somebody is in a sense disrespecting or showing a, a total disgrace to not only that individual But also to God's creation, and I just can't rock with that.
2: Exactly. We'll see what happens. P. Diddy. Uh, What would his new name be, y'all? P. S. H. I. D. D. Y. I
1: seen like I seen I seen rape like he raped her like like he should be put in the same boat as R. Kelly like Mm -hmm. like that's where I'm at with that like like I'm not saying that it's a difference from raping somebody and beating somebody up but for me I know some people say it's not but for me it is like like Hey, I might like. I'm not saying I'm recommending either. That's not what I'm trying to do in any way. But like, once I seen that, that's when I totally lost it. Like, you know, and I say once I seen, I've seen it together. But I'm like, dang, he did that too. Like, and I only say the hitting because I'm not there. I don't know everything that happened. I can only read what shared. But it's like. You know, was it like a one-time thing? Did you hit him because you got mad, or you saw something in his phone and he reacted? Like, did y'all get in a fight and y'all hit each other? Like, but then when I'm seeing, even, and I think you had mentioned it, Sabrina, but when you fly me out to Hawaii, which is also disrespectful in my mind, because it's like, come on, you couldn't send me to Dubai, you couldn't send me to Tahiti, you couldn't (laughs) send me to Bora Bora, like you sent me to, like, you couldn't get me a forced passport to send me to a whole other country. You sent, like, you sent me, you, you sent me to uh, what state forty-nine, state fifty. Like, come on, man. That ain't, that's just dis- that's just in itself outside of putting your hands on somebody else's child. But like, come on, come on, Diddy. Like, you got way too much money. Like, you got your friends who was taking people to Epstein Island. Why you ain't sending her? There?
0: Oh my gosh, we like, don't need her there. She but well, they she everybody wasn't there dead at
1: the same. All that stuff wasn't happening at the same time. I'm just saying. Like, at least send her to a place that's a little more undisclosed and ducked But like, like I done been to Hawaii. Like all that money he got, he should have been should <laughs> have been sending her nowhere. <laughs> He should have. But in this case, it was like Hawaii. Really? That's like me beating somebody up. And like, I'm just thinking of mock financials and where I'm at compared to his. He sent her to Hawaii. That's like me beating somebody up in Tampa and I'm sending them a getaway to Disney. Like go to Orlando, stay out the way. Nobody from Tampa going to see you like that's disrespect.
2: He probably has a place. There was my assumption and a place where she can lay lay or a place where other people can look at her and make sure she's not, and that's the terrifying thing. Like we talk about human trafficking still being a huge problem across the world and how many slaves there are. And I'm like, how many adults are in plain sight that are like in these situations where they're like enslaved? If I'm mm-hmm. being beat, if I'm being forced to do things with my body that I am, I am not consenting to, I'm only doing it because if I don't, I'm afraid for my life. And I'm being paraded around, like for me, I think that's one of the most heartbreaking parts about it, that she was in plain sight and experiencing all of this. It's terrifying that that could be anybody's story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> before you came in and went in on Hawaii EV, you know that he like Prince and honestly, maybe a little like Kanye has been really into changing his name over the years, but I was saying, I think I'm going to call him P Shitty now instead of P Diddy, yeah. and it sucks because nothing has been proven. But when you read that, I'm just like, I believe it. And mm-hmm. if it if it's false, then God forgive me to to jumping to this to this assumption. But for me, I usually default to believing victims because so many times victims are not believed, and mm-hmm. because of that, they are silenced. So I am usually teen, which sucks because I know people who have been falsely accused. So many. Thank God I have never been, but I have close male and female people in my life. Somebody got mad and said they did this heinous thing. And it was just so not true. But then I'm also sitting here and being like teen victim. And I still, especially, I mean, she wasn't a child. She was 19 when these things started. But like anything with teen behind it, I'm like, that's a kid. The brain Mm -hmm. isn't fully developed. And there's a whole other conversation we can have about these high profile men who, um I'm not going to say target, but like are usually with these women whose brains are not yet fully developed. And there's a whole nother conversation Diddy is there. Of Why? People. Oh, is it consistent? Well, how old is he? He always with some young girl.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> I didn't know it was. No, because Kim Porter was his age and that's the mother of two of his daughters. But he has lots of other kids with other people. And, oh, he and- does. Well, listen, he has one. I'm son saying, Sabrina, we really we ordered
1: We ordered in Carisha or Young Miami, whatever you want. To
2: mm-hmm. call oh, it. dang, we are. Yep, and they. I don't think she hit old. thirty
1: yet. Oh,
0: wow. And she was. He was rumored to be with Lori Harvey. He's been with. Oh, oh he was girl. with Lori Harvey, not rumor. No, yeah. it can't be true. She's very yeah. really young. That's what I'm saying. He's always with these young girls, and that always was weird to me. Like. Why you always trying to be with these young girls? Like, what's going on? Like, are you just, you want to have that power over somebody? It just, mm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
2: I can't see him telling Sharika, you need to wear the white nail polish and you need to go on this website and choose somebody I can watch you with. I feel like someone Sharika's age and mine would be like, we're we're broken up. It's <laughs> like, yeah. not my vibe you know you like it I'm not even gonna say you like it I love it and they say don't yuck anybody's yum but I will say you're not for me like- But
0: it'd be a difference <laughs> if that was what that person wanted but if you're forcing someone to do anything that they do not want to do or coercing them to do that
2: is wrong yeah absolutely absolutely so we'll see how the trial goes and Yeah, I feel bad for his daughters too. Now that we thought about that, because I'm like, golly, I can't imagine as a kid hearing this about my parent. Like, yikes! You you need some help, absolutely. All right, well, there's (laughs) nothing else to say there. I guess we can go into our scripture funnies. I want to confirm anything else. I guess we'll do a follow up for the people at another date and time. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we need to go to the scripture after that. Oh, Well, today's is not really funny. I always thought the last part of it was kind of funny, but just thinking about the heavy situation that we talked about, um, something that does give me comfort, not just for, uh, then, um, but in my own life, not just for when people wrong me, um, honestly, when I wrong others, uh, Proverbs 6 verses 16 through 19. There are six things which the Lord hates. Yes. Seven, which are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes. A lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil. I always, I'm going to stop there, but I always thought that first little part, haughty eyes. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> uh, do you guys, are you familiar with that scripture and you hear, heard the part about the haughty eyes?
1: Hmm. I've heard it before.
2: What, what are the haughty eyes?
0: I was wondering, this. I've heard it
2: before, but never really thought about what the haughty eyes were either. I don't know. I should look it up in the message version. I might be that really quick while you to expound and run it back. But that's not even the part that I always laugh about it. I always laughed about that end part, the feet that run rapidly to evil. Because in my heart, I'm like, who's really doing that though? Like who knows something is bad and is like, yes, this is for me. And then I thought about that diddy. And I'm like, Sabrina, you have to expand your mind. There are people who are doing that. Mm. But on the other side of that, there is a God who sees all, knows all. And his word says, like, the things done in the dark, they will come to the light and he will have justice. He will have the final word. So even if she doesn't have it in court, you know, you'll have it in another way. Um So I hope that gives her peace. Evie, what are you expounding on today?
1: Yeah. As always, um, I don't like talking about, I I don't like, I try my best not to talk about death, but I also, um, like to just let people know of different things that happen around our world where people continue to die at the hands of our government. Um, we have a um, 50 year old individual by the name of Raymond Macha, M A T T I A. You can look at, you can look at the story, but he was an individual south of our border. Um, who was coming in, presumably, um, from Mexico. Not sure of his actual descent, but that's where he was entering from the U.S. Mexico border. Um, you have about 10 or so, um, border patrol agents who assume that he had a gun in his hand. And of course he didn't find out a whole bunch of bullets rang out. Nine of them, of course, hit him from these three specific officers or border patrol a- agents. Um, and then when they get up on him, of course, you know, all it was was a flashlight and a cell phone. Um, and from the time they reached him um, to the time they started shooting was about 25 to 30 seconds. So no form, at least what presumed to see, uh, it looks like there were no form of de-escalation. There is no form of things, I guess, getting to a point where they couldn't control the situation. Looks like they neglected to assess the situation in full. Um, and then, of course, the part that's really, um, I guess frustrating is that don't expect much from the three Border Patrol agents. But then a the Supreme Court decision, um, basically was just like, I don't know what to tell you. They did everything they were supposed to do. They did not, um, violate any constitutional rights in their, I guess, actions, so to speak. Um, It just sucks because you got basically a man who I don't know the story, but I know a story of relatives who have gone on that same journey from different parts, whether it be Brazil, whether it be Chile, whether it be Nicaragua, whether it be Panama, whether it be parts all over Mexico. I'm just thinking about my cousins who just have even arrived in the past several years, some this year in 2023, like literally coming to America in hopes of a better life for their family um back home in Haiti for their kids, for their significant others, for some of them, their spouses, just hoping that they'll be able to get something out of what we have in this world. So I think of so many who make what I would consider a successful voyage and then others who have an untimely demise at the hands of irresponsible leaders who we have in our world or in our country specifically. And it sucks for this family who think that you're going to get justice. And then it's like, "Uh, well, nothing really wrong happened. So just like so I don't I'm not aggressive towards these individuals. I don't shoot at these individuals. I don't hit them with a knife. I don't throw nothing at them um they can just basically shoot me and kill me because they assume that i had a gun on me and i'm not saying for because i have peers who are law enforcement officers i got a homeboy who's in the fbi i got people in the military that i know like i'm not saying sit here and wait for every situation to figure out what you're going to do but like in your line of duty like, you know what the outcome could be as far as worst case scenario. So it's like, if I haven't physically seen it or if this person have not raised their arms towards me saying they're going to kill me, like, I, I don't understand the thought process of how we have this shoot to kill mentality or even in this case, where it's three officers or three border patrol agents who fire. And I'm like, I would assume they are trained in in, in shooting or using their weapons. But it's like, we can't hit upper shoulders. We can't hit legs to even get closer. Like most of them are typically in some form of vests, or some of them maybe go extreme and have the helmets or their riot gears and those different things. And then I just sit here and think, like, how is this family? Like, h- how do you move forward? Like in my mind, anytime I see whether it be a law enforcement agent or a border patrol agent or a government official, like my mind will go to that. At least that's for me. I don't know how everybody else operates. Like for me, when I'm on the highway, even every time I see a semi truck, I think of the day September 2nd, 2009, when my brother passed away from getting into a motor vehicle accident where a semi ended the vehicle that he was in every time I hear the word cancer, I think about, you know, the different friends and people who I know who survived their fight with cancer and some who are still fighting their battle with cancer. But I think of June 10th, 2013, when my dad called me and told me that my mama didn't make it. So like I can't mm. imagine the grief or the way that this family will process the situation. And then some people are like, well, let's wait, you know, to the courts. But we know through history that the courts have failed people time and time again. And we know mm. through history, the courts will continue to fail people. Um And that's not, I don't know, it's like just, hey, let's put a Band-Aid on something that needs a major surgery. And so it just sucks that people continue to have to go through this. And I know because there's stuff going on in other parts of the world, like when these situations happen, they're not as frequent when the world kind of stopped during COVID. And we saw these situations just about every day, right? Like, or even before that, because I say some of it was through that like 2016 to 2020 area. And I think part of that was because of who was in office and some things got a little magnified a little more. But if you are just interested you can just put you know death by police in 2023 and you'll see a whole slew of names and some of them you'll see where they were shooting at police and police defending themselves but others you'll see unarmed and you're like what the heck like how are these so many and nobody's talking about it because we as a world like we we love the I don't know the the that, or the term that's been coined by people but we love that shock value of stuff so that's why you see a lot of stuff on Israel and Palestine and Hamas and all of those things um but yeah so that's what I'm expanding on today are just our judicial system from the Supreme Court to likely your local, um, it sucks in, in some days, and of course, in some days, they hold people accountable. So, I'm not saying it sucks all the way around, I would hope for more consistency. Um, but as of today, and for that family who's trying to process what they're dealing with, Supreme Court justices, y'all suck, y'all trash. Yeah,
2: that's wild. Thank mm. you for that, Evie. I hadn't heard that that happened, yeah.
1: no problem. But as we wrap up, which I'll expounding on.
2: Um, I'm going to spell on that haughty eyes. Evidently, it's eyes that are arrogant. So the message mm-hmm. version says, um, here's six things that God hates and one more that he loves with a passion. Eyes that are arrogant, a tongue that lies, hands that murder the innocent, a heart that hatches evil plots, feet that race down a wicked track, a mouth that lies under oath. So be careful, mm-hmm. P shitty. And I'm not saying it with the T listeners. I'm saying with two D's and honor P titty and, um, a troublemaker in the family. I wish I had finished because that one is hilarious to me. It's like, don't be that person in the family. So, yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. My recommend, Sheree God's work. That's it. Sharika. <laughs> what do you have? My recommend <gasps> is something
0: I've been doing with my mother-in-law, and that's watching Holiday Bacon Challenge on Fam- Food Network. So that's always a fun time. And you can see all the creativity of all the things that people like bake and make and the themes that they do. And just it's crazy. It looks good. And it's just so fun. So that's what I'm recommending.
1: I'm recommending those of you who set goals for, so it's not a book, it's not a movie show or none of that how we normally do. But for those of you who set goals for 2023, we are getting close to being down the wire. Um, you got like a month and a half to keep grinding. So my recommendation is keep on grinding.
0: Dang, EB, I was finna give, I was giving it up. I was like, I started getting in the new year. Now EB's <laughs> up here like, don't give up. You gotta keep on going. Dang it.
1: No need to. You can start now <laughs> and then you just run into 2024 already on it. You know?
0: I, that sounds about right. Yep. I'm going, you with, run that. Into 2024 I'm going with that. I'm going
1: Already on it. Like if you, if you one of those people, not you specifically, Shurika, but just thinking about our listeners, but if your goal is like something that might trip you up next week for thanksgiving then start the monday after um if you're if your goal is to save some money don't go black friday shopping cyber monday whatever saturday like whatever you need it, trust me you don't need it you just went so far throughout 2023 without it like save your money. Um, if your goal is to get out of the debt, the same things that you got your eyes real big up on that you wanted to buy, put that money towards that credit card, that student loan, that car, your rent, your It's a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, if you want more specific stuff, you can message us or Facebook us, um, or you can hit any of us up and we'll try our best to help you. If it's something financial, you should hit up Charles Financial Solutions. Maggie Charles will get you in the clear and having you next level. I know some of our listeners, just cause I've been talking to one or two here or there. I know some of y'all are thinking about getting married. I can tell you that being married is not for the weak. Um, but you know, it's one of the most beautiful things known to mm. man, and it's one of the greatest decisions that I can say I, EB, have ever made. And I'm pretty sure Sharika and Sabrina will say the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of hard work, so make sure you lock in now. And you, trust me, you're gonna have to lock in even more after you say even more
2: do. after. When are we gonna? We keep talking about the marriage episode. We have to have one. It's we, so
1: we good. We <laughs> I would say focus on, for those of you who are in serious relationships, prepare for your marriage more than you prepare for your wedding.
2: Yeah. We love it. That's say my message it for
1: y'all. All
0: right, let's, prepare
1: let's... for your marriage more than you prepare for your wedding. Um, And I was just with one of our, somebody who we all, rock with or we bob with dr adley was encouraging some 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 of the crew some of the people he was just like i'm not telling you who to go with but i would encourage you if you're going with somebody you know also do premarital counseling with somebody who you don't know who kind of give you a somewhat of an objective like they don't have no ties to either of y'all they don't Like, if y'all get married, hey, two thumbs up. If y'all don't, ain't no beef. But most times, like, I think it was only once or twice. And I'm only saying it because I know one of my homeboys who did it recently. Shout out my boy, JP, my best friend. But recently, somebody who came to him for marriage counseling basically was just telling them, like, "Uh, I would love to, but I don't think y'all ready. Like, there's some stuff that I know being in my position of knowing you guys that you need to work on individually before y'all come together um collectively um not saying that y'all not ready but i'm saying for me i don't feel fully comfortable going through this process with y'all for y'all to think that y'all ready when i don't think y'all are but i like i don't know too many where people have done that and i grant it his judgment could be wrong. So I'll just say that, like, that doesn't mean that he's right. Like, you know what you know as an individual or you locked in with your significant other. Um, Just recently, my nephew was asking me, how do I how did I know I was ready? And we had a whole conversation and he thinks he about to propose. And it's just funny to me because he's like one of the younger nephews. So you're talking somebody who's probably about to literally break our family, um, traditional roles or rocks, who's about to get married at the age of like 20, 21. Um, but this kid is super mature, educated. He locked in, um, and her family, and I ain't gonna lie. I ain't saying the mirror for the money, but her family got it. Um, Whoop. but hey, I'm not saying, please don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I know they'll be more than taken care of, but again, prepare for the marriage more than you prepare. For the wedding that's all we got any closing thoughts from y'all yeah,
0: yeah. you know that was a that was a word right there mm-hmm.
1: all right as always um I would encourage all of y'all because I don't know when the next time y'all gonna hear it. Well, hopefully y'all hear us next week, but if you don't, make sure you have a, well, by the time y'all yeah, hear Yeah, this us, the is next our one. Thanksgiving
0: episode. Yeah. So.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Um, hopefully y'all ate more than you wanted to, but hopefully instead of going Black Friday shopping, you went to the gym to get back to where you wanted to be. And if you didn't go to the gym and you just went into a food cone and you laid, on um the couch then two thumbs up for you too take care of yourself the goal for this the rest of this year is to rest don't do anything that you don't feel like you need to do so if the turkey knock you down make sure you stay down